and welcome back to another episode of the Big Bros Podcast. My name's Jeremy. Welcome if it's your first time joining us on the show. And I'm joined by my lovely friend and co-host, Ilan. How are you going, mate? I'm good, mate. How are you? I am fantastic. And I am excited to dive into this one because as you guys can see from the title, we're talking all things festivals now. It's that time of the year. There's that buzz in the air. You might have your BTV tickets sorted. Maybe you're going to Cake Festival. You know, this is this is if you're in Melbourne, and um, it's it's just a it's a time where everyone's just getting rowdy. You know, it's post Christmas, and everyone just wants to listen to some gnarly music and do all sorts of mischievous things. Isn't that right? It's true, although I've never actually been to a festival. So let's treat this episode as if like I've just bought some tickets. Yeah, and I've never gone. And you, being the exper- experienced grizzled veteran of festivals, how many festivals have you actually gone to? I look, mate. I don't, wouldn't say that I'm a grizzled veteran. I think I've gone to just the two overnight ones for a few nights. So look, I'm You've by no means. Yeah, pitch PTV? and beyond the valley. Yeah, I missed right. out on strawberry, unfortunately. What about but, um, cake? Nah, that's just the day festival, oh, not okay. cake. But you know what, like. I'm no veteran, but you know it's something that I can I can talk to you about, considering you're a bloody rookie by the sounds of it. Well, mate. I mean, you know, I've gone to the Dom Dollar Day Festival with you, like <laughs> when I was 19 or 20 years old. So I don't know when Pausa back in the day. That's you a remember bit that? of a, yeah, mate. I that's where I yeah, broke down with my nut allergy at that festival. Yeah, actually, let's tell the audience about that. What happened? Yeah, a bit of context to that one. We were at a um. Timberyard day event seeing the DJ pause up back in like this is before COVID wasn't it like this was December 2019 2019 frick we were we were infants we were infants yeah anyways I've got a severe nut allergy cashew and pistachio nuts and I was hungry I was getting a bite to eat for dinner and all they had on on sale at the food vendor trucks were these sandwiches and I originally wanted to get, I remember it was like a chicken. I wanted like the chicken and mushroom sandwich or whatever it was, but that was sold out. So all they had was like a a pesto, chicken and pesto sandwich or like a vegetarian sandwich. Now I opted for the pesto one thinking pesto has pine nuts. Usually maybe, I don't know. I'm not much of a pesto eater, but that's the one I got. I'm ravenous. You know, we're, you know, a few drinks in, I'm getting a bit tipsy as well. It's hot and I'm ravenous. So I just dive into this pesto sandwich. Nick minute, my freaking face <laughs> is <laughs> blowing up and I'm, I'm getting like swelling of my tongues, like tightening of my throat and my, and one of my, you know, best mates, our best mate, Jordan Glick turns to me and says, mate, like your head looks like it's about to explode. Like it is red. It's blowing up like a balloon what is going on like you're not just drunk something's happening were you feeling and, shit at this point oh i was feeling dreadful and i knew i was having a, an allergic reaction i knew that there was definitely cashew nuts in this pesto which is what i'm highly allergic to um so yeah removed myself from the situation confirmed that there were cashews with the food truck because there was no mention of it on the actual signs mind you there was there was no mention of the nuts so i was like fucking hell you know you guys like i I, i'm in a bad way like there could be other people in an even worse way had there been like no notification about this anyways i removed myself from like 
the area I was in. I go to the, I go to the medical tent and I'm in this medical tent having a severe allergic reaction. Meanwhile, there are some gacked units in there that are just fried off their heads. Why are you pointing at me? No, I was there. I don't know if I was gacked, but (laughs) no, mate, you you weren't the gacked unit, but there were gacked units in this medical tent, you know, jaws swinging from left to right, like monkeys. And I'm just in there just wanting a Telfast tablet to, to suppress this allergic reaction I'm having. Did they have any? No. So what happens? They call an ambulance for me and, um, I jump in the back of an ambulance and on my way to the Alfred hospital, just to get a Telfast tablet. And um, that's what I did. And I was in the, I just met my parents at the hospital. You would have been so pissed off that you had to like, like you weren't even, you were feeling like shit, but you weren't feeling like, oh, I can't breathe. Like, well, I was, yeah, I wasn't feeling like I cannot breathe, but I was, I was having like, were you like, panicked? For anyone that like has a nut allergy or any allergy that has like, you know, some form of anaphylaxis, you know what it feels like to have, throat closure and swelling of your tongue and these awful sensations in your mouth and that's what i was feeling and like had i had any more of that that sandwich like i had a good half of it had i had like another half of it fuck like would have hate to have thought what would happen but yeah it, it, i was struggling to breathe but you know what we laugh about it now but um yeah ever since then i just realized you know like you know, you gotta be you gotta be careful about like drugs and alcohol at festivals, but okay, you gotta well, be careful about right, allergies as well. No, it's a fair point. Well, like you're alive, which is a good thing. And I remember I was just yeah. like oblivious to what was going on with you. You were heading to the Alfred whilst I was on the dance floor having yeah. a great time. Yeah. And uh yeah. Fuck. Didn't yeah. go to plan. Okay, back to the festival thing though. Yeah. These three day festivals, they're like they're kinda long. Say I've just bought a ticket for one and you know, people are telling me you need to do drugs. You need to have heavy drugs, psychedelics. You need to be- take caps to in order to enjoy enjoy and endure the three days. Is that myth or is that true, it's, mate? It's like if if look to each their own. If you if you want to go to a festival and you want to go with the purpose of indulging in some form of substances, not that we condone that, but if that's something that you want to do, that's your call. But if you feel like you're getting pressured by your mates to do that, then one, you're with the wrong crowd. Like you shouldn't be going with mates that are pressuring you into taking substances that you don't want to do. Um, But I think it's also nice to know that if it's an environment where substances are around and alcohol's around and um, all these things are, you know, floating around the grounds of festivals, it's not like I, I genuinely don't feel like it's an environment where people are out to get you because like, yeah, these things like are, there are a lot of illicit substances going around there, but I don't think anyone is like out to get you and like cops are like genuinely like out to get you. Like these festivals know what goes on in their grounds. They know that people get up to all sorts of things and, you know, they have a duty of care to make sure that everyone is safe there. Hence why, when you enter the festival grounds, like sometimes there are sniffer dogs or sometimes like there will be people that are just will go through your cars and have a look what's there and they might go through your bags. Some festivals have different policies and will be more onto that than others, but it's just their duty of care to do that, to make sure that people are safe if they were to indulge in certain things. But 
back to your question, if you're getting peer pressured to do certain things, my answer to that is like, you're just with the wrong crowd because like a good crowd and good bunch of mates will obviously respect you if you don't want to indulge in certain things. And like, look, if they want to, you know, that's, that's their decision. And, and that's, you know, if that's what they want to do, fine. Um, but yeah, you shouldn't feel the need to do that if they want you to do that, because maybe it's just like a, a, ref, a deflection of their insecurities onto you. Like they think far out, like I maybe don't want to do this, but if you do it, it might make me feel better about myself by me indulging in it. So I guess about that. being intentional. I know, but do it. you reckon like genuine question, you're dancing on these fucking cool ass, you know, what are they? You're, you're in a field, right? Yeah. There are some settings where you're like in a field. Middle of nowhere. Middle of nowhere. You're having a great time, but alcohol can get you so far, yeah. you know, in terms of energy and boost. So people will turn to kind of substances, caps to, you know, enhance it. Mm. So my question is, and it might be like, do you think most people end up turning to those things as enhancements? Like I've heard stories of people going there and no one is sober. And I'm not just talking about alcohol, like everywhere that you turn, everyone's gacked. That's what one of my um, mates just told me who came back from Strawberry. Yeah, look, I wouldn't say... I wouldn't say everyone's gag. It's like, like you're in a Fortnite map and you've just like, you know, spawned onto this middle of nowhere and everyone's on the same level. You know, everyone's on the same page. Everyone's just on drugs, drunk. I don't know. You know I, think, I think that's a generalization. I don't think everyone is on drugs and everyone is is drinking. There are many people that do go to these things sober and enjoy it to the extent of everyone else like when i went to pitch i was like i just had i just had some drinks i wasn't getting drunk loser i wasn't indulging in any substances when i went to pitch either and i had the best time like it was it was the best festival that i've you're so innocent been to so far you're so innocent but i actually haven't been to a festival so what shit Mate, am i no, to give you about, tell me this tell me this innocence. all right i, I got i got a legitimate question mm. what happens if let's say like i've had too much and i'm really scared of going to like a tent because I'm like, I have to admit to them, I've, you know, I've done illicit drugs and I don't want them to know that I've done illicit drugs because I don't want to get in trouble, but I'm feeling like shit. Like what's the kind of vibe in those tents and stuff? They will, they will look after you. Like they will actually look after you and, and make sure that you're safe and that you have hopefully people around you and that they will give you the best care possible. That is their duty of care at these festivals. They're not, they're not out to, book you in with the cops and and you know ban you and banish you from the festival because you've been indulged in illicit substances that's not what they're there to do they're there to look out for you and i think that's comforting to know that if you know if you are worried about how officials might take to people that are getting involved with drugs or whatever it is know that they're not out to get you. And they're if, there to actually make sure that you're you're safe and you're healthy. All right. Talk to me about pill testing. If I rock up with my own drugs, but I'm not sure if they're laced with anything, can I go test them to see? Because I'm going to do it, right? But I want to make sure they're at least safe and won't kill me. Um, I know that pill test... I, I actually don't know much about pill testing, so it's not something that I'm going to comment on. But I do know that you can have... Like you can like have breath tests at the festival grounds. You can make sure that there's like nothing coming up in your system, whether that's it's drug or alcohol related. You can you can get that sorted, you know, the morning of, the night before, 
you leave the festival and i think that's really good to know that you know if you are the deso driver and you're you're driving all of your gacked friends home from a festival um but maybe you've also had some drinks or maybe taken some substances at times during the festival like you can get yourself tested at these voluntary testing units on the festival grounds to make sure that you are safe to okay. go out on the road. What happens, yeah, say I'm Dezo and you just said I can get like tested before I leave. What happens if I, you know, I've had drugs on the Sunday night. I've also had a fuck ton of alcohol. So it's all in my system and I'm driving home the next day, but I feel fine and the cops stop me. What happens? They test me and I'm positive for drugs, alcohol. What's the process from there? Am I going to be booked? Am I going to lose my license? Because I can imagine it to be a common thing at these festivals. Don't know, mate. I've never... <laughs> I've never been in that situation and it's not one that I would want to be in. Um, I'm just asking. Mate, like, look, I think I think it's fair to say that, you know, if you've been pulled over by the cops and they have found drugs and alcohol in your system, you'll probably, you, you know, you'll probably okay, the, re- the consequences. Okay, well, that. it's interesting. The reason I asked this is because I had a friend who went a couple of weeks ago and I asked him the exact same question and he said in the case that he got tested he was desert but he was fine like he didn't um put himself in a position where he'd get caught with anything he was pretty conservative conservative with it all but he said like in the case that people did get drugs in their system but they weren't drunk and they weren't impaired they were literally told to stay a night at the campsite they wouldn't lose their license Fair. because and his reasoning would be and again, I don't know if this is true. I've never been to the, these sort of things. So I'm talking to you as if like you're prepping me for a day out at these yeah. festivals. But he said like otherwise they would be every second person would be in trouble losing their license. So mm. it's it's way less about, oh, it's a gotcha moment and we're going to put you in cuffs and more like we want to make sure you're safe and, you know, you don't die. Yeah, well, that's that's good to know. All right, pack me a survival kit. I'm going to a festival. I leave on the Friday. I come back on a Monday. How should I prep for it? What should I bring? What's the hacks? What are the things I should avoid? I think, honestly, preparation is everything when it comes to festivals, making sure that you are well-equipped. And I think, look, if we're going through a running kit of what you need, first thing is a big fat esky that you can store your, your food in, your drinks in, and that's important because you don't want your food and your drinks getting warm. That's that's he- terrible. But you also don't want to be a dickhead like I was when I went to my first festival where I took a big esky with, with my mate Riley and um, we stopped off at the servo on the way to the festival. We got ice ourselves. Like there was, there's ice at the festival, but like I actually didn't know that going into the first festival that I went to and so we got ice we fill up the esky with ice and then at the servo we bought some like chicken schnitzel sandwiches right and we thought yeah we're like it's bloody hot it's 35 degrees whatever we need to keep these sandwiches nice and fresh right what do we do us idiots we put the sandwiches in the esky which had ice and we go off on the road and we're driving to the festival and then you know seven o'clock comes around at the festival and we think, oh, great. Like we've got dinner sorted. We've got our chicken schnitty sandwiches. Go into the esky. They are sopping wet, soggy as anything. And we just look, look at each other and we think like, we are the biggest dickheads. Like what did we think? We're going into a camping ground that is hot weather. We've got ice in the back of the, in, in the, back of the car we took. 
obviously it's going to melt. What were we thinking? I know so, you say you didn't do any drugs, but just by basing it off that story, you would have thought that you've, you know, would have dropped. Yeah, well, it sounds like we were just on all sorts of things, but nah, this is us being the sober people we were and just absolutely stupid. But that was, so that was a mistake that I learned not to do. So back to your question is, have an esky sorted, but in terms of ice, make sure you just get ice there at the at the camping grounds. So eskies are essential. Eskies are essential, of course, definitely. Um, have a good tent, one that actually can hold itself because, <laughs> again, back to when I was with Riley at Pitch, we had the sloppiest tent. It was like tethered. It was disheveled. It was dilapidated. It was just in all sorts it was just not it was just not suitable for sleeping in and we suffered because one of the nights at pitch it it actually just it started raining and it was windy our tent managed to stay up but a lot of water got in so that night we didn't actually sleep in the tent we we slept in my car so i was sleeping in the driver's seat i was like you know i was upright and only put the seat back like as far as I could, but it's not that comfortable. And Riley was sitting in the passenger seat and we, I don't know, maybe got four hours of interrupted sleep, but that was because we were stupid and we, we didn't have a solid enough tent. So get yourself a nice and sturdy tent. Doesn't cost all that much. Go to Anaconda, even Kmart, like get yourself sorted with a tent for a couple of hundred bucks. There are also good services I know of at festivals that if you don't want to keep your tent and you just want to like use it for the purpose of the festival and just leave it there on the festival grounds, that's fine as well because there's like a service, I think that actually collects these tents and makes sure that they don't get put to waste, which is great. Have a good tent, have a good gazebo as well because if you're going with a bunch of mates, you're going to be sitting outside, you're going to be wanting to be under the gazebo, away from the, the heat, away from the sunlight, and you want to be sitting around there, having a couple of drinks, having some food, talking smack, reflecting on, you know, how how wasted and how silly your night was before, and how excited you are for what's up and coming um, for for the day's procedures. So have a good gazebo as well that you can sit under and enjoy. And if you are with a big group of mates, honestly, like a doofstick investment is is good for locating your mates because when you're in these mosh pits and there's thousands of people and everyone looks the same, everyone's everyone's wearing their Mertra Mertra hat or their like, you know, their wife pleaser singlets. We're going to find a photo of you and plug it of what you looked like when you went. Mm, mate, let's not do I th- that. I think that's big bros content. You tell us guys, if you're listening to this episode, DM us and say, I would love to see Jeremy's outfit at pitch. Or not, because that's also an option. But anyways. I think get- more people would like to see it. <laughs> Get, get a doofstick if you're in a big group because one, like it's great for locating each other. You can see where, where you guys are because you've got no internet connection at these festival grounds. Like there's there's no connection whatsoever. So it's great for locating people um, and it also just looks sick. I mean, they're, they're a little bit annoying to carry at times, but if you are going with a big group of mates, you can just do shifts and take in turns with carrying it you know someone holds it for 15 minutes another one holds it for 15 minutes it's it's really manageable do you wear the same shit every day at like, yeah well i don't but i'm sure people do yeah was, oh okay you don't so you just go topless the whole time no, no no well i mean well it depends how much work we've 
we've put in prior um yeah, leading leading into the festival making sure we're in good nick but um i think a great part of the festival culture as well is getting freaky with your costumes and maybe coming up with different themes with your friends like someday you might want to wear the same thing to just make it a little bit fun make it a bit interesting i remember a couple of friends one year like shout out brandon efron and and some of the boys they all dressed up as like grandfathers and they all like went to the festival on one of the days like wearing like grandfather clothes and had like walking sticks and like had like you know fake glasses on and things like that and it's just it just adds like a bit of a vibe so you know you can get the rig out if you choose if you you know you're confident to do so by all means do it but um i think yeah getting a bit of glitz and glamour about yourself and getting freaky with costumes is also a, a key factor that makes it that much more fun i love it and how much am i expected to fork out for these sort of trips yeah well they're not cheap these festivals like i think you know beyond the valley this year especially you know you might be looking at around like 400 bucks for a ticket maybe even maybe 500 um for the actual like ticket for the festival itself and then you know you got to pay for maybe a car pass like if you're bringing a car which could be another 100 bucks or whatever or if you want to take the bus to the festival what's more what's better bus. taking the bus up or being taking a car up i've never taken a bus to the festival but um have had friends that have taken buses and have driven in the past and they raved about the bus they said it was just really convenient to just you know you you get picked up you get dropped off and you don't have to be worried by you're not worried for the cops stopping you on the way back and being like sorry mate you've done too many drugs well exactly right that's that's another factor you don't need to worry about you know being and being designated driver and all of that stuff you just jump on the bus and jump off the bus you also don't need to worry about getting a spot to park your car in the festival grounds as well um but you know from my experiences of driving i just liked having the car with me one as a bit of an insurance policy that like if shit hit the fan and i needed somewhere to sleep i could sleep in the car if i had to and two just because i it, it gives me somewhere else to store things like you know camping gear or um like food eskies anything like it just gives me another place to just store stuff i write that okay so you've had a mad weekend you've gone to the festival and then you know the next day your serotonin receptors are just dying and fried what are you doing the next day you're going to a sauna to sweat it all out are you making yourself like a nutritious meal are you going to exercise is the day after just a complete write-off probably i mean look you can probably get away with having a little bit of time to rest and recuperate following a festival like you know the david goggins mindset is is great 90 percent of the time to just be hard and to just get up and go again but you know if you are coming off a three four day festival i spoke to a mate the pits i spoke to a mate and last week he came back from strawberry and like he, I called him and asked, oh, what are you doing today? Recovering. So I'm sitting in a sauna the whole day. Excellent. And he was just sweating it all out. He was just, just at the... detoxing. He was detoxing. He went to jujitsu in the evening. He was just like, I'm going to just carry on. And then later in the week, he was just cooked. Because I don't think he actually allowed himself to recover. Yeah. Because you, you don't sleep much at these festivals. You're no. partying through the night. Yeah. You might get a bit of shut eye at like 6am to like, I don't know, 11. And then you're back into it. 
Yeah, well, it depends on when they switch off the music. Six AM is a bit of a stretch. You should be, you know, you'd probably be getting a, getting some. So sleep I'm an amateur. That, I'm an I'm, amateur. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But either way, it's not going to be great quality sleep. Awesome. So is there, but, any, um, is there anything else I need to keep in mind when going to a festival? Just anything we haven't touched on? Just have a have a sick fucking time. Don't think too don't think too hard about it. Just you know, as long as you you pack yourself, you pack some camping gear, some clothes, bit of food, and you know. They've got food there as well, so you don't need to stress all that much about food. Um, there's plenty of options. It's all relatively within good means of prices as well. Um, and as long as you know you're with some friends as well and you just voice to each other about having a good time and staying safe and having each other's backs, like just, just you know. And if you're going to take it. drugs, at least be safe with it. Know that there's medical tents if shit hits the fan and you know know what you're taking and again as you said don't be around people who are going to try and pressure you to do things you don't want to do absolutely absolutely just have a sick time like this is part of being young like going to going to festivals are awesome like it's some of my best memories with my friends and it like i'm just so excited for you you know whoever's listening if it's your first time as well you will have the best time and yeah, enjoy. Yeah, it. I reckon I've just bought myself a ticket for esoteric now. <laughs> so, on that note, guys, it's been a lovely experience hearing Jeremy's sort of tales because I actually didn't know that you had these kind of ups and downs with your schnitzel sandwich going rogue <laughs> and then having to sleep in the car like this, probably. Yeah, well, there so, you go. It's, there all, we are. it's all part of the journey. So, yeah, hope you guys take away something from it and flick it across to your friends. If you know you're gearing up for festivals in the next week or so, and um, we'll see you on the next one, hopefully with some festival response stories from you guys too. Happy New Year, Big Bro family as well. I Happy think. New Year. Awesome. We'll see you in the new year. Bye. Bye.